It's time now for Illinois Innovators, spotlighting the leaders in research, technology, and entrepreneurship from the engineering at Illinois community. Welcome to another edition of Illinois Innovators. I'm your host, Mike Kuhn. On today's program, we visit with Ashley Moy. Ashley is CEO of Cast 21, which is revolutionizing the world of cast. You know, the combination of cloth and plaster you wear as your bones heal. Cast 21 has developed a brace with a netted structure. That patent pending structure allows for the uh, affected area to breathe easily and is washable. Ashley has been recognized internationally for her work in developing medical devices. She holds a Bachelor of Science in Bioengineering from the University of Illinois at Urbana-Champaign. Welcome to the program. It's nice to be back on campus. Thanks for having me, Mike. So talk a little bit about CAS21 um, and what it is and, and, uh, and your product because uh, I think it's turning heads. I know that you've gotten a lot of publicity about it, but uh, can you go into detail exactly what the product looks like? Sure. So CAST21 makes orthopedic devices specifically that are waterproof that can help bones heal. Our first product is for wrist breaks, fractures, and sprains. It's breathable, lightweight, waterproof, and doesn't compromise on cost and actually has a lot more patient benefits for all the reasons that I just mentioned. And I know you started, um, this was a senior design project, and um, uh, one of your, your colleagues, Jason Troutner, I think had been, had been in 50 casts. So just I know when you came to this, this was a, is a big deal uh, that this was something that obviously uh, he was passionate about and, and you were you jumped on board as well. Absolutely. So at the time Jason and I met, we were both looking for a way to really leave our mark before leaving undergrad. And we were thinking about different ways we could collaborate on an interdisciplinary senior design project. It's kind of the last effort before we were going out into the real world, so to say. And we were looking for things that we could do together using his mechanical engineering expertise and my experience in the bioengineering program. We started talking about different medical devices that we could improve upon or create. And when we got to CAS, he was so passionate about solving the issue because he had spent collectively nearly three years of his life in CAS. Wow. Well, what were some of the reasons that he had to be in CAS? A series of uh, casts that he wore mostly when he was younger were due to a birth defect as well as surgeries, and then later he became a gymnast for 12 years and broke a few other bones. So talk about the early stages. Um, you know, what, 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 are the, what are the issues, and I think a lot of people know what some of those are that, uh, that others have to, to go through when wearing a cast, that you, problems that you're hoping to solve with this design. The current device traps heat, sweat, and moisture against the patient's body, which can be exceptionally unbearable when it's during the summer months. And so how does this talk a little bit about your device and what it looks like now and and how it solves that? So if you imagine a basketball net, the netting that goes around fruit, or those green stretchy things that go around your wine bottles, our device looks similar to that and that it has openings for the body and the skin to be able to breathe around the affected limb. It's also waterproof, so you can shower with it, wash your hands, and even go swimming as well. So you've had the opportunity to really test it, be be your own tester, wear it around. Um, What are this? Obviously, you have to function. You have to 
you have it you can be able to wash it shower just talk about what those experiences are like and and for how often at a time do you, do you wear uh the cat the uh, brace if you will when we test our devices, someone on the team will wear it for about a week to two weeks. And the longest I've worn one for an alpha test was for two weeks. And I've worn majority of them over the summer times in the South. So in Memphis, in different parts of Louisiana and Florida. And I think, wow, thank goodness I can shower and wash this area because it is just so darn hot and I'm sweating and I feel so so bad for the patients who don't have this yet what is the material made of how come it is washable breathable Uh, talk a bit about the design and the material that it's made out of the device is made out of a series of different polymers or plastics if you will the design is specifically so so that not only can it support the brakes appropriately, but it can also allow an egress or an exit for any of the water that would get in the area. So this being in the medical field, there are obviously some patents and and FDA approval. Um, You're not a drug, obviously, but uh, what are some of the uh, things that you have to worry about in terms of approval and and, uh, things that you need to pass uh, to be approved? Well, thank goodness we're not a drug. We don't have to spend the billions of dollars and decades to try to get through the FDA. Luckily, we are an FDA Class 1 device. The FDA has three classes of devices, and the Class 1 is actually the lowest risk. Our device is in the same category as a toothbrush or a tongue depressor. With that, our regulatory hurdles with the FDA, our registration, listing, and making sure that we're keeping good documentation processes. So how are you trying to convince doctors and patients that this is uh, the next wave and, and at w- what's the threshold before you have some people adopt and, and actually use the d- device on a patient? So we actually have had people fill out paperwork already across the country saying that they want to try this device. As far as trying to get more people on board, I think it's very interesting and also comforting to see that physicians are very data-driven. So being able to show them that this device can provide all the benefits that we claim is definitely a leg up for us. So in the design, obviously it has to work. It has to mobilize the bone to be able for it to heal. Uh, how does it do that? Can you expand upon that? I just, it, how, do, what, what, um, how strong is it and, and um, how does it cover uh, the bone and, and keep it in place? Um, because obviously, I mean, a cast has to work that way. How does how does the, your brace work? I see. So our device is used much like a, I should say, our device is applied much like a glove or a sock. It's pulled on over the affected limb and then fitted and stretched as needed in order to best protect the area. We've done a series of bench tests to demonstrate that our product is strong enough to be able to hold a reduction or keep the bone in place. So talk a little bit about the evolution um, from the beginning. And one of the things that I always find remarkable is this interdisciplinary approach on campus because you know, Jason was a mechanical engineer, you're a bioengineering, and yet on this campus that you know, there are certainly ways that uh, those people find each other and form teams. Um, talk about the ex- that experience and then uh, what your experience in, in the COZAD New Venture competition did to advance the company. 
So there certainly are a plethora of different experiences that we can take advantage of at the University of Illinois. Jason and I actually met through mutual friends, uh, and we started discussing what our goals were and plans for ourselves and marks that we wanted to leave here at the university while we were at a men's uh, gymnastics varsity meet. And that's how we met. We, he actually sat behind me, and one of my best friends was sitting next to me who's also on the, the club team with Jason, or was on the club team at the time. So we started talking about that and looking at different ways that we could move together and really make something new and innovative. And I loved trying to understand where Jason was coming from and where other teammates were coming from and how their education and their experiences really shaped how they saw the world. For example, uh, I asked two of my teammates, one a mechanical engineer and one an electrical engineer, for, for a clamp on something I was working with. And the electrical engineer comes in with car clamps, like jumper cables, and then the mechanical engineer comes in with like clamps that you would use to hold like a wooden table together while you were gluing pegs in. So I just found that very entertaining and fun to see how different people really see objects and understand simple things like a clamp. And the ways that we were able to understand different things really helped come together to create this product that neither of us could have done on our own. And this started senior year here, but talk a little about your passion. Um, I look at your resume, and and you don't look like somebody who just uh, got their degree, their undergrad degree. Um, you've had a lot of experiences, but you have a passion for, uh, I think you put it, uh, having the world heal. Uh, can you expound upon that? Of course. When I first came to the University of Illinois, I had asked myself a series of questions to figure out what I wanted to do, how I picked my major, and one of those was, what kind of change do I want to make for the world? And the answer then is the same that it is today, to change the way that the world heals. That solution that I've tried to find and create for myself has looked like many different things throughout my college career, and CAST21 is just another one of those ways that I'm looking to pursue that solution. You're back on campus today. Talk about uh, the reason you're back. So I will be talking in a Women in Tech series that the University of Illinois Incubator uh, Enterprise Works is hosting for this summer and into the fall. Okay. So I would guess, uh, starting out, this is could be the, the first of many ventures, and obviously you have many hurdles to cross to get CAST 21 um, really going, but um, do you feel like... What you've learned here, um, you know, what, what's the future look like for you? Oh, man, that is a loaded question. So definitely trying to focus right now on the company at hand, Cast 21 And there's so many things that I would like to do either as a new venture or start a new career or travel. And I think that all of the options right now are open, you know, young, no, no commitments right now. It'll largely depend on... Uh, what this looks like, what Cast 21 looks like, and how old I am when it's all <laughs> over and said and done. Well, what is the next step for, for Cast 21? I know that I look at your team, and it has evolved over time. It's much bigger than when it started. It is a viable uh, company right now. Um, so talk about what the next steps are. 
We are anticipating product launch before the end of this year, so December 2017. So wow. very excited, very stressed working yeah. towards that goal. Where has the funding come for this? We are venture capital backed and have been since uh, our incorporation last May. Okay, so obviously people are excited about it. They see it. They, they understand the, the uh, implication. I, I would guess that helped in terms of trying to, to sell uh, venture capitalists to invest in the company. In a way, yes. Venture capitalists definitely think in a different manner and in a different way than a layperson would, per se. Um, but I, the salesperson in me says you can sell anything on emotion. <laughs> right. So you say you've had several people that have signed up that are willing to, to give it a try. So you anticipate after December into 2018, you'll see your, your first patient with a Cast 21 brace? Yes, and we're very excited about that. And coming back to our home roots here in Champaign, Illinois, uh, one of the institutes um, that we're working with is the Carl Hospital here. Okay. Where, where are you essentially, where's, your, where's headquarters, where's, where's the, uh, the company located? Today the company is headquartered in Champaign, Illinois, and you'll be the first to know that we're moving to Chicago. All right. So will you keep some roots here in Champaign? Absolutely. As I said, we do have partnerships with a few different healthcare organizations here in central Illinois. We do our testing here as well. The engineering college here is fantastic, and we use a lot of their talent as well. So if people want to learn more about CAST 21, how do they do it? Everyone can learn more about CAST 21 on our website, cast21.com. Contact us for more information at info at cast21.com or follow us on social media, cast21official. And nobody plans to, to break a limb. And I know you focused on the, uh, the arms and the legs. Talk about statistics in terms of um, what percentage of, of breaks are, are arm and leg related. Across all of the different demographics, that being age as well as gender, the arm fractures closest to your hand are the most common. Okay. So I guess it's leading into a question. I'm not planning on breaking my arm or leg, but now that I know about CAST-21, how would I convince my doctor that this is something I want to try? Have your physicians reach out to us at that info at cast21.com. We are, as I said, having signups or trial orders right now, so we would love to have people uh, on that wait list for the product. Uh, we currently do not sell direct to consumer, so we would have to have that conversation with your physician. Right. And we would love to do so. But they are uh, they're molded for size, right? Um, uh, do you have some that are specific size for different size people that's already there and ready to go and and mold it correct um that as opposed to having to mold it around specific uh, patient's limbs correct so much like socks a few sizes will fit most people okay what else should people want to know about cast 21 and and either the company or the product itself We really try to position ourselves as a company and as a team that is accessible, ourselves as people and in our products. We really want to change the way that the world heals, not just humans. This can be applied to animals as well. 
And the accessible part of this being, we don't want this to specifically only be a luxury product. The technology can scale to many different types of applications where it can even be used for disaster relief applications or for use in third world where you don't have, for example, water to activate the current standards of care with fiberglass and plaster. Ashley Moy, I appreciate you taking the time to talk to us. Uh, Coming back to campus, welcome back and uh, good luck as your team transitions to Chicago and we look forward uh, to, to covering the launch of, of the product uh, come December. Thank you so much for having me. It was great being here again. That concludes today's Illinois Innovators podcast. My thanks to our guest today, Ashley Moy from Cast 21 I'm Mike Kuhn. Thanks for listening. Illinois Innovators is a production of Engineering at Illinois. All rights reserved. We invite you to subscribe to our podcast through iTunes or SoundCloud by searching Engineering at Illinois.